listeners, this is Maya, and now I am your showrunner and your dungeon master and your god. Submit to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is Jake, your showrunner, and Maya, the stealthy amphibian. She's filling in for Elijah this week. It's, It's all part of my plan to slowly replace Elijah and assume the role as the new dungeon master, and then you'll all have to listen to what I say. And all of your roles will be critical failures, and I'll win. I think you're gonna have to take that up with our imaginary HR department. So it's gonna be kind of hard to find it. I am HR. I filled out the paperwork. (laughs) 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 Well, we'll keep this pretty short. (laughs) We we use Roll Twenty to play D and D sometimes, so we'll occasionally talk about the map and the tokens and character placements on our computer screen. But if you want to support us, like, monetarily, you can check out our Patreon and support our podcast. So I have an idea in mind for a new character for your intro. Oh yeah? What is it? Well, I heard the other day that the old man got into a bit of a scrape with an ex-girlfriend. Unfortunately for him, the ex was an ancient evil Anna's hag hellbent on corrupting the world. <laughs> and wait, so is this hag corrupting the world? And is our old man wizard like pro-corrupting the world or like anti-corrupting the world i can't speak to that but i'm pretty sure he just wanted to get his old sweaters back oh yeah i guess they the elderly do get cold easily so that tracks yeah Uh, oh fuck she's here hide your scarves and firstborns hello naughty children tis i haggis the hag i'm afraid the old man couldn't make it he's in a body bag i heard your little party was last seen riverside With some goblins, they made merry till all were bleary-eyed. I wonder what's next for these fools you admire. Beneath this earth will they find Fay Rez or Torchfire. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Out of the Abyss. Krav and Zuvar, along with Lupito, scouted ahead to try to find a safe trail. They successfully done so and noticed a drow outpost that seemed to have a similar issue with the prison outbreak. Zuvar, I will mention to you that when you guys went past the outpost, it did not uh, match the description that the goblins told you at all about this cold white dungeon. Huh. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. And we will return. Everyone go ahead and take, if you haven't already, take the benefits of a long rest. If you were suffering from exhaustion, you no longer have that. And as I mentioned last week, you were all level four. Hopefully y'all did that. Your boy. Your boy. Got oh me. yeah, that means I can do cool shit. I got yeah. me a feet now. I got feet. Hey. Hey. Zubar. Yes. In the night, you have a strange dream. Um, not much is remembered, but you remember speaking to Nay and talking to her. Um, and it was a pretty cool conversation. You don't remember the details on it, but you've gotten closer to Nay over these past few uh, weeks of travel. And when you wake up, you notice a small little sigil on the inside of your wrist. Okay. It's like, huh, uh, that's not been there before. Is it? You have access to find familiar now, uh, and I will go ahead and say that as long as you spend the hour concentrating on 
ritual, you don't need components. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So it's what you all uh, assume to be mourning. Elder is just uh, starting a little fire to cook a little meal. Everyone is getting washing their faces and getting ready. Is there anything you guys wish to do as the day starts? Um. Well, I think I might just want to see how everyone's doing, I guess, you know? Like, um, I think... Uh, do you, are you asking individually, or are you just kind of like giving a quick once-over towards the group? I guess, instead of asking everyone individually, I kind of just read the room a little bit. Like, see if I see anyone visibly distressed. Okay, give me a quick insight check. Alright, this mushroom got a 10. 10. Um, let's see. Darren Dill, uh, from what you were, seems to be doing fine. He's a little rough and ragged uh, from travels, but he's still keeping up this uh, princely uh, aura around himself. Uh, a lot of the chores he tries to avoid, just saying that it's beneath him. <laughs> but usually you guys are able to force him to do the heavy lifting. Right, pull his weight. Eldiff is constantly on guard. She seems to be the one watching your backs for most of it. She, as well, looks exhausted, but it seems like something else is also on her mind and she kind of looks every time you travel in these weird nooks and crannies searching for something. Stool, you personally know Stool is fine. You know he's worried about getting home and today he worries about that. But you have been a, pretty much a big brother to him, keeping him uh, safe. Hey, that's my surrogate bro right there. He's wearing a little bit of a light armor designed by Elder, as you can see, with these nice green fungi growing around it. It doesn't give much protection, but it gives him a little confidence as he put, pulls up the uh, thick that you, quarter staff that you gave him, kind of like swinging it instead of using it as the walking stick. With his newly grown small limbs. <laughs> Give me a perception check. Okay. Mm, perception. Ooh, 12. 12. Uh, you notice his arms are a little bit thinner, but longer. And you kind of reflect back to the conversation you had with Zivar the, uh, the night before, where it seems like biking it grow around their vine. Oh, uh, this 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 young mushroom's gonna become a warrior. Pupito is uh, washing his face, um, kind of keeping his eyes ahead. He's pretty jovial, all things considered. Anytime you ask him how he's doing, he just kind of smiles. All according to plan, we're all on our way. Hmm. Okay. Shushar and it has been uh, pretty much stuck together for most of it. It, how are you doing? Best friends! Now I have a chip. <laughs> gotcha, guys. I know when you're chewing. He knows when you're chewing. He knows when you're munching. He knows when you're chomping. Shut <laughs> He knows when your mics are mute. <laughs> okay, so. So be ready for charisma check. Oh, I'm sorry, um. Make me a constitution saving throw, it. What? What did I do? Oh no. You drank a bit last night. Ten. Do I have a hangover? <laughs> you have to vomit, but... <laughs> okay, this Other than that, you don't have any other effects on that. I'm gonna contribute to my... To my character development. <laughs> it throws up. It's just a little bit of spittle, and uh, that shit 
is smelly and it is poisonous and like it watches a little fish try and eat it because you know fish love throw up mm -hmm. and that fish was like oh shit i'm dead you kind of just walk at you just stare at the fish as it floats belly up down the stream wow i can use my natural fluids to make especially potent poison oh my god here can i can i overhear this and no it's thinking all this you okay. don't overhear shit oh, it is oh, thinking okay. maybe this is my new feat maybe this is my thing i could do now <laughs> with your passive perception inoki you do see the water uh kind of change to this sickly black green color can i roll um can i roll a uh huh actually i have a pretty cool idea but I'm trying to think of what's the best role. Maybe insight check on this. What are you trying to do, though? I want to maybe you put this into a, a jar that I have, like an empty jar. No, I carry. it threw up inside the water. Yeah, and I want to like give this jar, empty jar to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the you don't want to try to catch the vomit. You just want to give it the jar. Yeah, and then ask her if she can vomit into this jar. <laughs> or ask. Uh. For the heck of it, give me persuasion, and it's, it's still up to it on it. But I want to say that will influence. You're oh, telling me I got you, a, I got a you see a frog throw up, and you're like, you gotta save that shit. No, I see, a, <laughs> I see a frog throw up into a stream, and everything around it die. It didn't throw up into a stream. It was already in the stream. It just threw up in its surroundings. <laughs> I will mention that it was conscious enough to stay like downstream from everyone else in their action. <laughs> it doesn't know what to do with a jar. <laughs> this is this is our Chekhov's gun moment. One day, one campaign session, you'll be like oh, the jar, and it will save our lives. <laughs> it could just become poisonous with time. That's true. <laughs> Otherwise, it's doing fine. Uh, a few hours of this passes if you guys are together, and then if your travels begin. It is currently morning. Everyone is just getting ready for the travel across. What are you doing? I would actually like to scout ahead. Uh, how far out would you like to try to scout ahead? Um, at least a mile. Okay. Are you telling anyone this, or are you just trying to just head off in the morning? I'm. I'm letting. I'm. I'm letting everyone know. Or if everyone is still asleep. By the time I get up, I'm leaving a detailed message. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can see if I can actually do that. Um, yeah, no. Get, go ahead and give me a stealth roll to see if you can like leave early in the morning without anyone noticing, and I'll I'll allow that. If someone hears me and they want to know, well, what the people taking watch notice? Uh, that would be at the end of the watch. I think that was me, me and Eldest. Hi. Um. Bye. What's... Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, hello. Good morning. Going, doing a little uh, flashback. It, you are drunk at the moment. <laughs> You're just kind of sloshing in the water, floating. It is doing little somersaults in the water. It's very adorable. Elder sees that you're geared up and she's just like, so you're taking off without us or are you doing something? Uh, I would like to actually just kind of, you know, scout ahead. Make sure there isn't anything out of the ordinary, you know, kind of like how we saw the, um, what were they? Kobolds, yes. 
cobalt. She asked, uh, are you searching for more cobalt or uh, another path? Kind of hard to tell. Um, I'm kind of one of searching for uh, a path that's that's safe for us to take. I also want to venture out and kind of figure out why there are kobolds here. And uh, yeah, that's just about it. Uh, but do what you, do as you want. Uh, it's almost time for our watch to be over. You you go on ahead, and she kind of like gets into her. Uh, uh, her pouch and starts going to sleep. Meanwhile, it is playing with a ball bearing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it tentatively eats one of the ball bearings. <laughs> My goodness. It has a irony taste to it, and before you even realize it, you swallow one of them. That's fine. Who knows? That, that won't have any repercussions. Now I only have 999 ball bearings. So, Jack, you go on ahead and do your survival. And for this, we'll just say, give me a survival check. Um, let's see. Survival, survival, survival. Uh, ten. Okay. The good news is that you, and, uh, you, Bapita, and Svar have covered a lot of ground already. So you don't Searching. see anything of uh, importance, really. You don't see any cobalt trails, but... You do notice um, almost a day-old goblin track that would seem to be heading back towards your group. Um, but Kraut would know that we had goblin companions in, yeah, last night. That is true. Um, when you dig, when you guys got back from the scouting the day before, you ran into some goblins kind of partying it up with the group. Okay, okay. So just that goblin trail. Um... I would like to venture out even further. Okay. It, it will take some time if you do this. Uh, we can go ahead and give me another survival check. At this point, okay. you guys will go back at normal time, and it will be Krog returning. Go ahead and give me that check. Okay, that's a better survival. Um, that's a 15. You venture out further beyond where you... You repeat on Var uh, left off, Search. and you find a couple of tunnels that seem to have been carved out by a couple worms. Um, it's a bit unstable in places, but you know, like through with your time searching around, that probably easier going through heat uh, these tunnels and caverns. Wait, then like you're talking about like dune worms? Yeah, purple worms. They're like they're one of the main huge. factors in carving out the uh, underdark. Yeah. Okay, guys, we have to walk without rhythm. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that movie. I can't believe this is how I die. What? Who cares about the movie? What about the book? I haven't read Dune. Yeah, me either. It's fun. It's on the list. Don't get me wrong. Everyone's told me how bad it is. I mean, I read it when I was like 11, so maybe it doesn't hold up. No, I hear it's pretty good. Has anyone read Earthsea? Okay, I'm sorry. We're getting off topic. <laughs> <laughs> with this extra exploring, you have effectively uh, found a safe path to travel for the entire day. Sweet! At this point, uh, you guys are packing up the gear and you see a warforge returning. I wave. I'm like, Krav! But he doesn't hear me say that. So Peter approaches you and says, You're up early. So, what'd you find? Lots of holes. Lots of holes by uh, very... Uh... Native creatures that like to crawl around. So, uh, we, we have, have to, to, you know, know be, be careful. careful. 
which way we walk. However, comma, I found a uh, safe path for us to walk. But that's what I spent my mornings doing. How, how did you sleep? Quite well, knowing that we had a safe path. Well, I guess you can lead the way, big guy. Leave it all to me, I guess. Inoki's stool comes approaching with uh, a number of colorful mushrooms, uh, all of them seeming like with your teachings to be edible ones, you can add an extra two days worth of ration to your stuff. Nice. Is there anything else you guys like to do before you head off for the morning? Because we will actually just skip a whole day's worth of travel thanks to Jack. I, I do, but I'll let everyone else go first if they have something. Yeah, there's stuff you can do along the way because you have such a lot of free time traveling. Like if you have any crafting or downtime activity, it's just for that day. Go ahead. Does anybody have anything they want to do? I'll go last. I think it is going to start looking for potential ingredients along the way that can be converted into more potent poison. Approximately 50 golds worth of ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help out it on that. So here's my question to you. Um, with your own poison, you already have the materials. Are you looking for other sources of like fungi to make different poisons or just to shorten your material cost? So I want to make especially potent poison as my new feat allows me to make poison that has like a higher uh, like DC. Oh. One thing I will have to know. If you use your own poison, I can't say the stun effect goes for the poison of me. I, I, I can't do that. That's a lot of damage and stun. Oh, you're talking about the stun part. Yeah, okay, that's that's totally fair. It would have more damage if you t do it via the feet and then doing it by your own ability. I'm gonna, you know, just max out <laughs> this one thing. Okay, I wanna murder, but better. <laughs> <laughs> Effective murder. Croft in uh, Elder pulls you over to the side for a moment and kind of whispers to you. Uh, you you went you said you went out there and found such and such, correct? Like you said you found track of the goblin, safer path. Did you? Yeah, I found it all. <laughs> oh, have you seen anything looking like this? And she pulls out like a small gold pin. And you recognize this as one of the emblems for uh, Gontengrim, uh, the dwarven uh, city. I say, as you look upon it, wisdom saving throw. As oh my goodness, um, <laughs> Jesus, oh. Jesus. Oh my God. You inspect the pen, trying to think about uh, if you saw anything like that on the trail, and then your mind instantly flashes back to you as a dissembled creature. And now at this point, your torso is completed, and you are able to move your hands around, and you can't see the face of your creator, but you see the pen on his shoulder. And he is just testing your emotions out, and you kind of see an image in the distance with numerous tendrils and you just kind of hear muffled voices of your creator and this creature talking and you snap out of it and just get back at Elder who's kind of staring at you like have you seen anything or anyone with this pin? Man, that flashback scarred him. <laughs> Did I lose him? Uh oh. 
We might have lost them, but it also might be PTSD. <laughs> I would love if he, if he commits to it like this, this is great. Teldeth <laughs> waits in silence. Elders now, kinda, you kind of see her inspecting their warforge, and he kind of seems like he's deactivated as she pulls a horror crux in front of him. You <laughs> <laughs> just broke him. She looks upon you all, and a, a white hood comes over her face, and she says, Yes, I am task manager. <laughs> God, that works on so many levels. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Alright, so, um, go check Krav out and just. Okay. Hello. Hey. Yay! Yay! That flashback really got you. The power cycle worked. We'll 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 leave all that in and then just leave it where Jack's like, what? Sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So you kind of. Re- Turn to the flashback, and Elder is showing you the coin, and she had, she's repeating the statement. Have you seen Have you seen this on the, while you were scouting ahead? See any corpses with this? Mm, no corpses at all, actually. We kind of lost you there for a second. Took you okay? Was I offline? Oh God, it's happening again! It flickered on and off, but you look like you're here. Well, that's that, that that's fine. That's all I need to know. And she kind of puts the pen back on and back to the gear. I'm going to go ahead and say, you guys, like, as I mentioned, that Jack has given you a complete chill day. Is it as you travel? Let me know if there's anything you want to do. Maya, give me a, uh, not nature survival check, but nature check to forage. Okay. Actually, no, no, I was wrong on that. Survival for foraging. And eight. Cool. Cool. Alright, let me roll this, uh, D8 and pull from this table of fungi. What? Oh no! So during your travel, during your search, it kind of, you don't find a lot of fungi that look dangerous. You do find one of, um, that kind of is shaped like a human tongue, and you kind of get about four or five of those. You don't know what that does. And as you're searching, you notice that there's this, like, two foot tall like stalk of mushrooms with this orange cap on it do you try to grab it or use that as well yeah of course i do okay i'm immune to poison yeah as you pull it out you yank it and kind of like dandelions these spores spread next enoki with your past perception you see in the back of the group it covered by these red spores i like one and and you see that it's she just grabbed some torch star. Oh man! Give me a dexterity saving throw. It uh it. Luckily, I'm very dexterous. Ah, oh, jeez, ten. <laughs> and a cloud of fire engulfs it, and then disappears. And you just kind of see it on the ground, like right, kind of like skid past the fire, just staring at it. You take. Two points of fire damage from just dot you just managing to dodge it. I get out my magical water gourd and I use it. I pour the water on it. So you pour water more. You pour water on the stalks. I, I pour water on the fire, and then I kind of actually yeah, that's a good idea. I pour water on the stalks. At this point, and now the whole stalk burns, and now everyone within a ten feet. So we're going to do some random rolling real quick. <laughs> 
Dexter, no. Crab, Zuvar, and Kokita have to make Dexter. At least it's not Shushar. He's my man. As like the people on the right side kind of just turn and see the little dandelion spores come out. Oh, I, I got a 13. I got a 19. Okay. Okay. Everyone who got over 10, 10 or more has, so they only take half damage. One point of fire damage, half to one point of fire damage. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to round down. One point of fire damage reduced to one point of fire damage. <laughs> So it doesn't matter what I roll. Uh, as long as you got a ten or more, you dodge the like the the main explosion. Okay, cool. I got a twenty-one. It was ready. And now Shushar kind of looks at you and looks at the spores and kind of position himself between you and the spores. <laughs> I'm an adult. I can handle it. Here, can I can I intervene for a minute and just. Yes, I was just about to say stool pulls on your arm and kind of like mentions like, aren't those the- Here, I I like spread a report spores in the general area so everyone can hear me. Ugh. Can't say. Uh, nine. Can't say five. Ten. Yeah, I think we're getting like slowly like cancer. I think this is like a check for if we get tumors later. Yeah. Man, you're so- you're, you're not wrong, but you're not right. <laughs> we're gonna get- we're gonna die later. It's okay. In this world, I, cancer doesn't exist. You can just get healed. <laughs> Holy crap! Greater restoration, like level eight, level nine wish spell. Surgery is not a thing in this world. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever thought about this, but like having magical magical healing indicates a lot. I need to make an artificer and start bringing in plagues. That's my new character. Okay. You have connected to everyone with your rapport spores. What do you want to say? You see you saw a step between it and the torch stalk, which is now effectively out now. There's just like this small little bowl with this dim orange glow on it. I am like, okay, I can't believe I have to say this, but <laughs> if you have any questions on the local fungi, you can talk to those living fungi in your group, or the other living fungi in your group. Elder in the distance. Oh, so that's what you are. And she just kind of see it with a smug look on her face. I grow an eyebrow just to like look at her and like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If you guys have any questions about is this edible or dangerous, ask me. Or just nudge me. You feel a firm grip on your soldiers, then they'll kind of like jostle you. Like, excellent oh, proposition. From now on, you shall be my royal food taster. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I give him a minute. I give him a minute and just like look at him. <laughs> and like, just let it, just let him just think about what he said to the man with no mouth. <laughs> How long do you stare at him? Because he <laughs> seems obstinate on like any thoughts passing through, and it's just like I I am perfectly fine with this decision. <laughs> yeah, I, I I guess I let it go on a little too long, and then I'm like, only if I can also perform at the sh at the, the at dinner. Oh, we meal. 
and a treat. Entertainment. And free entertainment. Thank you. I didn't say it was free, but we'll talk about that later. There's no other insane highlights that happened for today, and you all effectively get a long rest with some watches. And. Hello. Hey! Sorry, guys. I took a. I did not prepare that far in advance for when I was making dinner. <laughs> no worries. Like, I started at four, and I was like, it would only take me three hours. It didn't. I'm planning a late dinner after this. It's okay. It's all good. Now, the next day, Krav, are you trying to lead the expedition for, like, uh, survival? Or would you lead, uh, have anyone, someone else? Do? I will lead. It is at this point you notice that you're getting near the tunnel with her that are carved by purple worms. Purple worms. Purple worms. Oh, also, DM, uh, the previous day, I would have spent almost all day just, uh, you know, trying to scratch off emblem that had just manifested in my hand and sort of thinking back to uh, books and uh, scrolls that my uh, family used to own and like me snooping through them as a kid I kind of could have got a glance on some of the stuff on the books and I keep oh this is what I was waiting for go ahead and give me a straight intelligence check okay yeah so I'll be just thinking back to all of those things and trying to do my best uh, 17 okay you understand the bases of fine familiar that seems like a go-to spell for a lot of arcane casters and wizards um, just the sigil alone makes you innately feel like this is not a normal fine familiar spell. The way that it will normally work doesn't seem to apply to this. But you also notice as you concentrate on the sigil, Nay appears and the sigil disappears. As Nay returns, the sigil shows on Provist again. And in the back of your head, like in the deepest corner, you kind of hear a soft keep playing. Okay, um, I, I try responding to it, not knowing if it's going through. You hear nothing. In fact, you, do you respond out loud or in your head? I mean, okay, so when I hear the, the voice in the back of my head, I kind of turn around to see if anyone else would have heard it, and I probably would see nobody else batting an eye. Hey, DM. Yes? Are we still connected? What do you mean? Like, I just cast um, Rapport Force with everybody. Is that something that... Uh, no, this is a... Well, this is the same day traveling. So if you want to... you still. I would say you're still connected for the day's journey. Thank you for asking that. That's a good question. <laughs> okay. Just checking. <laughs> that would have been weird. Ooh. As time progresses, that might be fun. But, okay, yeah, that's kind of how I spend my entire day, not really understanding why these dreams or visions occur to me or what these these strange voices and its connection to Nay are, but I'm slowly chipping away at it. Inoki, I will say you have heard Zuval just in the back of his head, like, like quiet, hello, but it seems like it wasn't focused on anyone in the group. Hmm. Okay. I look at Stool and I'm like, what? did you? No? Okay. I guess... He shrugs his shoulders, but doesn't seem like he was paying attention. He seemed like his eyes were focused on the ground, using the walking stick to try to make sure he doesn't trip over anything. Fair enough. All right. Just, I guess I just file that away for later. And now, who, who cares about all that? After a calm day of safe travel, you guys get to the unstable part. 
go ahead and roll me that survival check with advantage and tell me what pace you all are trying to travel. Oh, let's go slow, y'all. Let's go slow, please. That survival check was not good. Let's go slow. Uh, I, I rolled a 10, but I agree on the slow part. Wait, but if you're not feeling so confident about the terrain ahead, shouldn't we just go faster so that we can get away from it faster? As opposed to being slower and risk being ambushed. I rolled a 5. Are y'all kind of like having this conversation out loud? Yes. I chime in and say, no, you want to be cautious in the Underdark. Look what happened when it just happened to graze that mushroom. Elder and Bopito both kind of speak up like, agreed. And they stare at each other kind of for a second like, ugh, I don't want to agree with you. Uh, shut up. And they, Bopito speaks up. It, I agree with the uh, mic in it. We should probably take our time. If this is unfamiliar to the Warforge, the area already seems unstable. We might want to just walk cautiously. Then Delia just speaks up. We don't know the terrain. Anything could attack us. Why don't we get out of here? Let's just move. Pay attention to things that matter. But let's move. Can I try to persuade him to uh, come around to walk, uh, taking our time? Sure. Go ahead and roll persuasion, but play it out for me. How you All right. I rolled a 23. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm going to be so scared of you later. I'm like, look. Since we've escaped, we've run into spiders. Gary, I get it, but also easily could have fallen into their lair without realizing it. It can be very dark down here. Pepito speaks up. Spiders is not the worst thing down here. Like, that is minor. I can concur. And look what happened to what I can only assume was unfortunate beings that found themselves trapped. All those cocoons, and then we almost ran into an ambush of goblins as they potentially saw us as threats. It's, it is dog-eat-dog down here. We really need to take our time and just assess every step of the way, or we can find ourselves in a crevasse, someone, some other creature's meal, or even just frozen by some unknown force. Not to mention there are kobolds down here. That too, and also... Elder keeps looking at you as you mention it, and she's like, we saw one in one direction, and what's going crazy about kobolds? What the, what the hell? It's <laughs> nothing about the kobolds. Can I, like, pull her off to the side? Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I guess I'm still, like, persuading while he pulls her off to the side. You see Dandil just nodding, like, mm-hmm. Very well, taste tester. You are also the navigator. <laughs> <laughs> You have a place in the surface world after all of this, good sir. Just you wait. I love him. I'm actually kind of, you know, I'm actually kind of excited by this. I'm like, legitimately like, oh snap, I think I found, like, a nice lead on a, like, gig. You know what I mean? So, you pull Elder to the sides, Claw. And she's like, what, what, what? Get hands, what, what's going on with you? Let me explain to you something about kobolds. And I try to... She crosses her arms, and for a moment, you forget she's a dwarf, and she kind of puts off this, like, extremely aggressive, uh, presence on you, like, go on. When was the last time, and I say, I say, when's the last time you've ever seen a cobalt by itself? In the sewers of my town. <laughs> you, you realize that cobalts don't just hang around by themselves. I admit that seeing one out here is crazy, but we also seen goblins and demons chasing them. The world around here is wacky. Now you know why I've been throwing and bringing up the issue about kobolds, that they like to hang 
around. So you want to you expecting to see more cobalt or what scared the cobalt? Uh, that is correct. Yeah, we're gonna see more. We're definitely gonna see more cobalt. So if, we're, if there's one down here, yeah, definitely. She kind of stares at you and says, 15 gold. We don't see another one." <laughs> I say twenty. We run into a whole group. Twenty. We run into a whole group. Okay, fifty if you lose. <laughs> Deal. So fifteen if you see one cobalt for Elder. Twenty if you see a group. And she said fifty if she if we if y'all don't see a group. If you see one, she Elder pays him fifteen. If they see a group, uh, she pays them 20. Okay. If they don't see any at all, I guess that means you have to pay her 65 gold. <laughs> That's a bad deal, but okay. <laughs> but how confident is Jack in his decision? So you guys uh, make it towards these tunnels, and you notice that the entire area um, for, let's say you will use it as a scale, but up to your knees is uh, this strange blue fog that coats the ground it is two feet tall yeah okay cool so it's like a few inches i would say half of it oh okay so it's a foot of fog i thought you just said it went to her knees so it might be easier just to say it's a foot tall (laughs) how many fathoms is in it oh god It's the probabilistic unit of distance. How many fathoms are in an it? <laughs> At least 0.5 fathoms. So magic casters, as you pass through this fog, you kind of feel like exhilarated. You feel awake. You kind of feel like, man, if I was to do something, God would be awesome, man. And Popito kind of looks, it kind of takes a moment to speak up and says, for those who may not know, this is... I miss it. We don't, nobody truly knows it. But it's, we call it the favor. Be careful in the favor. This is some magical energy that responds to magic. How it does so, nobody knows. Um, we shouldn't stay too long in it. It has some effects on people over time. But other than that, it's fine. We can move. Can define people. And he looks at you, and for a moment, you kind of see him actually thinking, like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> This is a neat jetty for all of us, friend. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's move then. <laughs> okay. Who is leading the navigation expedition on this? Like, give me marching order. Me first. Me first. You can ha- uh, go ahead and give me rolls of two, two, like two people up front, two in the middle, two in the back. I'll be behind, uh, Krav. I'll I'll be up front with Krav. I'll be next to Chushar. I'm wherever Chushar is. For buds. I'll be next to Chushar. I'm wherever Chushar is. Or butt. I'm in the back. In the back. <laughs> back of the back. Inoki, right next to you, you feel your hand and tool. It's kind of just grabbing it, one hand with this walkie stick, the other hand in yours. All right, little man. It Right before y'all get into marching order, you see Elder kind of like pushing something onto a shot and he just bows. And they see what Inoki and Stool does. And you look at, he kind of puts his hand out towards you. And as you look down, you kind of see a another makeshift glove on that hand. Aww, I hold his hands. Okay. What's your DC, by the way? <laughs> oh, no. I'm not saying that it might, it, it will happen. I'm just saying it might. 12. 12, cool. You feel this uh, glove get, like, slightly damp, and you look up to the future, and he, he seems to be fine. You all mentioned that you were taking a stealthy pace today, so... Everyone at advantage, roll me a stealth so I can get like the average. I rolled seven. Wait, what? You're a rogue. Yeah, but I rolled a one. And then 
Yeah, I got an 11. I got a 16. I'm got a 14. David, what'd you get total? I got a 6 total. Okay, you guys begin. Um, you take it slow. All around you, it's pretty much silence with a few crumbles of rocks here and there. The ground seems to shake every now and then while you progress. And as you get towards the uh, this tunnel here, you hear a small crack and look behind you. Crop, the bar, you see a small hole pop up like right next to Inoki and Eldiff. I need those two to make a dex save. I need to roll for Eldiff. I got a six. Ooh. Oh god, my heart stopped for a second. It was almost three, but it's 20. Okay. Novi, you didn't have to make a roll. Uh, Inoki, you respond in time to it and jump over this hole that just opens up. Everyone else kind of just spreads back. And Elder looks at you and is like, huh? Shoot! And falls down. And it's an echo for a second. And then you hear, wham! <gasps> I lower some rope down. How much rope do you have? Um, let me double check. <laughs> Here's a better question. How many dice did you roll? <laughs> That's, that, that, will, that will give us the answer. She only took three points of damage and she fell 20 feet. And you all are kind of like on one side of the hole and in no, uh, Krav and Suvar are on the other side of the hole looking down. Oh, I actually don't have any rope, so I guess I... I, I do. Are we still connected? Like, can I still talk to her? I will say, if you want, you can go ahead and already have a done the reports for us just for communication. I need con saves to those you're trying to send it to. Um, I guess. Well, just specifically, like her. Well, you probably would have had it with everyone. Yeah, that's true. We can't let the con saves affect us. Yeah, don't. That's just a small note I have inside of my. Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, I rolled a four. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I can just cast healing word, and then you're immediately feel better. Ah, you need to use greater restoration. All right, good to know. I'll... Cancer is a fifth level of greater spells. Oof. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> For now, I'll just cure her wounds. <laughs> I don't cancer yet. I don't think Rome's living long enough to get cancer, so you're fine. Yeah, I need anyone else to give me save, but Jack, what'd you get? I'm no, legitimately I'm... curious about what this is going to lead to. I'm very excited about getting cancer. I have a 7. I have a 3. 14. Okay, your spores have been connected. Bluetooth connected. <laughs> I say, are you okay? Do you need help? Not in your head, he yells. Someone hand me a damn rope. Um, it pulls out a 100-foot silk rope. But it's really big and heavy, so it just kind of drops. Duel rushes over to the uh, side of the hole, and you just see him put his hand up. And a weird, like, air sound for a moment past this, and he's like... <laughs> and she glares at him, but kind of, like, just takes a moment. And try. Uh, you said you were putting the rope down it, or you were struggling with it? Yeah, it's really heavy. So I kind of just drop it on the ground for someone else to do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I help grab it. <laughs> it's a hundred feet. Sushar aids you and you guys uh, pull the rope down. Krav, while this is happening, give me a perception check. Okay. What does the 17 tell me? You hear off in the distance like this. And then just nothing. Does it sound like it's getting louder? It sounds like it's echoing. But you can't determine if it's getting louder. You can't determine if it's getting closer. I tell Zavara, there's something off in the distance. It sounds like it's sloshing around. We should be more careful. Or at least try to 
keep a low profile. At this point, you guys got Eldith up across, and she kind of takes part of that same rope and tosses it to uh, Zuvar, like heads up, and kind of makes a makeshift bridge to get across the uh, gap that's open. Okay. I will hold the rope in place. But as you guys get up to this point, you see El- uh, Eldith turns towards this area. Her face kind of pales, and she rushes over here alone. I I guess I ask, do you want to be healed? Are you okay? She doesn't even focus. She just rushes over up towards this fork in the road and then turns left. I say, okay, should we follow? I, I think we should follow. Yeah, I, I, yeah you guys, uh, at this point you're up here. You can choose to walk in there with her. Uh, it's not too much to see. As you enter, she seems to be standing over a corpse of another uh, dwarf. And she's just white filling through its pocket. Hmm. The few moments you hear in your head, damn it. And then towards you, Crow, she uh, sends the image of the ten and uh, dwarf. And she asks you again, like, you haven't seen any tracks or anything about these, someone like this? And I reply to her, no, nothing of the sort. These are people from my city. These are scouts. They traveled this far. They searched for something. What were they looking for? She just stares. And then she picks uh picks up his shield and kind of like tucks it behind her back and looks towards you and like rubs her eyes for a moment and says, "Me, they are this far risking drow. They're looking for me. They think I might have escaped already." Do I hear all this? Yeah. Do we hear? Do we hear all of it? Yeah. You guys are all nearby. I'm like, are you someone? Are you are you someone special? Or I'm a military child in the city of Gonsagir. I'm part of the um, military, that's... Can I roll an inside check? Uh, go ahead, and then she's gonna say her name again, just to remind you, like, Elder Faerun. Um, Krav, uh, I guess Krav, Inoki, and It. Those who came, who, those who have knowledge of the Underdark previously, or spent time in the Underdark, give me a history check. So, I got a 21 on the insight, and... Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem to be hiding anything with what she said. And on the history check, I got an 8. Nope, history check, I got a 6. I got garbage for my history check, by the way. Yeah, with the inside check, you notice that uh, it kind of clicks a bit more. She says this, like the way she kind of carries herself in combat, and the way she speaks, it's so she was like a ch- uh, one of the Dwarven soldiers. But it, you can't tell from her name or anything else that it was important. Like, that's important. I feel like there's more to her, but she turns towards you all and says, I have to get back to the city if they're out this far. They're going, I don't want any more scouts dying. Um, how did they know that, how did you know that they were looking for you? As in, you knew that they were looking for you because you asked Krav about the pin and stuff, and if you've seen it. I have my assumption, being I've been gone for some time, it would, have, it would not have been surprised for them to send a scouting party. I wouldn't have expected them to come out this way. Okay, no, never mind. She pulls out the pen and shows it to you. This is a symbol of us being a part of the military, uh, uh, the Gontagil Grimm's military. This is how we identify one another, it's our scouts. And she pulls out another pen off this uh, dwarf and shows it to you all. Okay, I'll be- I believe you. As you guys turn to continue, she kind of stops for a moment and asks, like, makes a request. If I am to fall in battle, take me, take my hand, take my shield and his shield, 
back to the city or if you see any dwarven scouts from the city hand it to them and just tell them of it will they not assume we killed you in battle if you hand them the pen and tell them i gave it to you i'm sure they wouldn't swing first I don't want to say no, but I'm a little hesitant considering um, the potential hostility of dwarves against Underdark kind. She stares and kind of like looks at the group, and for a moment you kind of see her like her face break, and she takes a big sigh, like as if she wasn't ready to do this here, and says, "You guys have shown me other." I and she kind of takes another deep breath and looks up. I do not have great experience with most creatures of the Underdark. Drow, Dwegar, and she looks at a uh, Bopito. Daryl have all acted in homicidal and murderous, or murderous ways towards us. Anything down here usually attacks first. You all have shown differently. Well, thanks. <laughs> I she kind of like, again, shuffles for a moment and then looks at it and thinks for a moment and then pulls, like, reaches into her like underneath her tunic and pulls out a necklace and ha- like shows it it kind of has this symbol of a bronze lion says if you have this at least they would know you you were with me than against me i'll say okay i i'll honor your request if i can afterwards she smiles and says just don't let me freaking die then mushroom i offer hey can i hold one of those for you kind of looks you up and down and asks do you have any skill with it well, yeah, I know how to use a shield or two. Probably not. It's not a buckler, but it'll do. So go ahead and mark one shield on. Hey, got a shield. She looks towards the group and says, should we continue? I, I pat her on the shoulder. I feel like she should be rewarded for her, like, uh, moments of, like, openness. Duel kind of does the same and, like, pulls on her shoulder, like, on her pants leg and just gives a tiny wave. She smiles. Popito kind of looks at her and like laughs, but seems to be uh, laughing approvingly towards the situation. She sure kind of like, does not care, then they does not care. Both for different reasons. <laughs> they just don't give a shit. <laughs> I am here for all the bullshit that went down this episode. Yeah, like setting us on fire and everything, making everything worse. I stand by my choices. Well, you know, at least it wasn't like a TPK. That would have really sucked if we had a total party kill and we all had to make new characters, you know? It too, electric boogaloo. Wait, would that that be your new character? Just it too? Would they be like a wizard or something? Yes, it the wizard. (laughs) Would they be like, I'm a frog. I do magic. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it would be fun just... If all of us died, and then we would just make the same character again, but like slightly different. Like, if I was like, not Inoki, but like, maybe something like, um, uh, Portobello. <laughs> and instead of being a tall, lanky mushroom, I'd be kind of wide and big, and I would be like, man, I hate music. Music sucks. Well, in that case, I think it would be named that. That? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's a pretty good idea for a character, right? That. <laughs> The salamander. Oh, that the salamander. <laughs> Look at that salamander. <laughs> no, stop stop casting magic, salamander. <laughs> and the salamander's just like... <laughs> That's what salamanders say. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I guess that's a good enough segue. <laughs> that's that wasn't a segue. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So support us directly on our Patreon at Next on the Initiative. Any additional content we make is going to be uploaded to Patreon first, and the best way to find us is by using the link in the description. So, Jake's whose turn is it to name a three dollar item? Um, let me just go ahead and call the person I had in mind. Hold on, I'm gonna call them now. Hey, so. Are you, are you there? Hello, this is Maya. Oh my god, Maya. Wait, let me tell Maya that um, I am on the call with, so, with Maya on Discord so she knows to keep it down next to me. Okay? Huh? What? So, wait, Maya, can you name a $3 item? Why, yes, I can. Cool. I hope that wasn't too confusing since, you know, your name is Maya. I'm sitting next to Maya. Just oh, I think of her as... Maya Palooza. Mia. Oh. <laughs> 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 hey, okay, okay. So, um, do you have something in mind that's like $3? I don't know if this actually ever works, but I kind of like hearing people, like, come up with something that's $3 and seeing what they say. Sometimes it's really weird, sometimes kind of silly. Well, of course, I know exactly what costs $3. I mean, I'm always thinking about it. It's always in the back of my mind, just waiting for someone to ask me, hey, what costs $3? And the answer is a tiny little hat to put on your thumb. Like your hand, your thumb, like a yeah, 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 your thumb. Like kind of like it's a, like knit, like a beanie for your thumb. Yeah, and it has a little poof on top. Where'd you find that? The internet, the dark internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the dark web. The dark, yeah, the dark web. <laughs> okay, well, hey, that works. If you want to help keep our podcast going, <laughs> just for the price of keeping one of your many, many little thumbs warm, you can support us on Patreon. You know, just use the link in the description or look up Nexon Initiative on Patreon. Hopefully, the search on Patreon works a little better now. Also, remember, you can find us on the internet, as I'm sure you already have. You can use the links that hopefully work in the description. And give us a good review on Apple or Yelp or GeoCities or Ask Jenkins or, you know, on your local billboard. Whatever, just give us a good review or else I'll come into your house and replace your shoes with slightly smaller shoes. Dang, Maya, that's an oddly specific threat. I, I was going to say, like, oh, yeah, we can't really afford billboard advertising. <laughs> but, like, now I feel like I have to add a new disclaimer where I could... Okay, so none of us... Um, on this podcast will actively try to go into your house and prank you by removing your shoes and replacing them with smaller shoes. Uh, I mean, you can't speak for Updog there. Wait, what's... No, no, I'm not falling for this one again. I'm not saying... Not much, Dog, what's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, some of the sound effects were... <laughs> some of the sound effects in this episode were made by myself... And the sources for the music and additional sound effects can be found in the description below and we're using and we're used under Creative Commons licensing. This podcast is unofficial fan content of the D&D 5e module Out of the Abyss. We are not sponsored or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast, Wizards of the Mountain Range, or even Sorcerers of the Coast, but we are endorsed by one druid. Um, and they shall remain anonymous. Any role-playing we do as characters and any depictions of locations or other content in this module is fan content of the podcast and source material. So please, go support the original content. Wizards of the Coast. They're they're pretty cool. Yeah, we link it in the description if you ever want to play your own uh, Out of the Abyss campaign. 
because as we play it slowly changes over time as we just take it and run with it because you know we make choices that might have the dm just kind of wing it <laughs> so special thanks to maya ross playing it the grunt that's me jack phillips playing crawl the warforge arun Badawaj playing suvara the half elf myself playing inoki the Mykonid, and david george playing ugesh the fighter thank you for listening and we appreciate you sticking with us so stay tuned for the next episode so uh mind do you have like an outgoing message for this episode since we usually cap these episodes off with something kind of silly or fun don't turn around he's right behind you God, that's so ominous <laughs> <laughs> all right well <laughs> be, be safe out there y'all don't turn around he's right behind you